Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Design Recharge. I'm your host, Diane Gibbs, and this is not the beginning of a new series that I'm doing. It's just a one-off, and it has two parts, really. One is just to kind of reflect about what we've learned about mental health and that we all deal with something. And two, to kind of kick off Love on Designers, which I'm really excited to do for the third year. And I'm happy to have you guys here. So <coughs> hopefully I won't cough the whole time. I'm really sorry if I do. I can't help it. I still have a cough. And I don't know why my thing doesn't look. Let me use my little to focus. Focus. It's like, oh, there we go. If I just keep pulling him back, he'll, it'll be me. Okay. I, it still doesn't look, maybe it's just because I'm so pasty white. Um, all right. And Francis, you're new. Tell us where you're popping in from. Um, we got people from all over, from Philadelphia, right? Staff, not DC area. I believe Pamela, you're in, um, may, maybe it's this. The Pam, I, are you in the Portland area? Oh, University. There, Francis is from University of Portland. Awesome. Taylor Ackerman. She works at a university in in Illinois. Illinois. I don't know why I always get confused. We got a lot of. We got uh, from all over. We're um, um, represented today. So I'm real excited. Both coasts, at least. <coughs> okay. So I'm gonna share my screen. And I'm going to get busy talking to you about this perseverance. This has really kind of been on my heart lately. Can you guys see that? Of course, I can't see the chat now. So how am I going to see the chat? I think I can see the chat like this. Now I can. It's not very helpful for the people that are listening. I'm so sorry. So, and you don't really need to see this, but if you want to see it again, you can always go to um, YouTube and watch this as well. But this is really a, about perseverance. And we're going to come back to this image a lot. And just to kind of explain it, it looks like it's the Rocky Mountains. It could be somewhere else, but it really rocky, not a lot of trees. So they're definitely probably um, above tree line, possibly. And it, they are, it looks like a day hike. These people don't look like they have a ton ton, ton of stuff. It, maybe it's a, maybe it's an overnight trip because they're, they have a uh, bed rolls. So, but it's not probably a week long trip or something, but we're going to go through this and talk about some other, <clears throat> talk about some other things as well. But perseverance is one, one of the words that's really come to my heart as we are struggling or as we're on a journey. And I just kind of want to reflect on that right now. So let's see. So one of the things that I think perseverance is clarity of purpose plus discipline plus consistency. And that is just continuing to go. I took a screenshot of what perseverance was on dictionary.com and I forgot to put it in here. So sorry. But pretty much, you know, it is this. It's just continuing to go over and over but not continuing to do the same thing, hit a wall, hit a wall, hit a wall. And you'll see sometimes it's just good. You're challenging yourself. You're pushing and you are deciding what is enough and what's not enough. So clarity of purpose is really interesting to me. I think Casey Neistat talks about it. 
uh, Andy J. Miller talks about it, is instead of putting all your efforts, a little bit of effort into 10 things, you should put all your efforts into one thing. But what for the, what about for the people who don't know what they want to do yet or where to put their efforts? So there is um, this guy, I don't even know what his name is, but he, I will put a link in the not in the chat, but I can put a link later. Maybe Amy can get it for me um, from our group. <clears throat> it was this guy and he talked about drawing an ibis, which is just like um, like a pigeon for us in America, pretty much. Um, and drawing it for uh, every day for a year. And he was like, oh my gosh, how am I going to, but he, by doing it, you end up finding different directions you want to go and you see what's really important. And maybe there was an Ibis in it, but it wasn't about the Ibis anymore or the pigeon. It becomes about something else and you find your purpose by doing it. And I think that my friend, a different friend, Amy, Amy um, Hassenjäger and I did a hundred days of drawing. I didn't share it at all. It was just me and Amy because we didn't want that extra pressure, which I think I'm very thankful that we didn't, um, we didn't push ourselves in that manner. But I know that by maybe it was like, I don't know, before even day 10, we were just, we just had these random things that we were, we were uh, like a list of things. And we realized <clears throat> we were taking these things and I was drawing them my own way, right? In, in my own style, because I didn't want to draw super perfect, but her, I had never stated that to her. So me stating, I'm going to stop my share while I say this. So me stating what I wanted to do, I was like, oh, well, I don't want to draw realistic. I just want you to be able to recognize it, you know, as legs on a table, or a chair. It doesn't have to absolutely look exactly like the chair, but I think we're visual communicators. And for me, I'm really trying to figure out what kind of style it is. So I was trying lots of different styles, but all Amy saw was that it wasn't realistic. I mean, and it wasn't, I mean, it was not terrible. I've shown you these drawings before. <clears throat> I can show you them again. They're in my backpack, but it's not like that wasn't, but I didn't realize because I hadn't stated that. And so her purpose was to draw realistic. And so, you know, we end up not knowing, but by somebody being in community with you and asking, hey, well, you know, maybe you could try this to get it to look more realistic. Then I said, I had a de defensive, right? It wasn't bad defensive. I'm like, listen, Amy, wasn't like that at all. It was just me saying, okay, you know, but that's not what I want to do. And her asking was what made me decide or made me realize that that was where more efforts needed to go in that, um, in that bucket, I guess. <clears throat> okay. So Amy did put it in. Um, yes, the video, it's not Leon. Leon just like my friend Leon. Um, he just likes this video and I don't know what the guy's name is. I don't remember. I'm so sorry, but it was really good. You guys should watch it. And it will be in the chat. If you're listening on wherever you get your podcasts, there's a whole, you know, a more and you can see all this stuff. And then on YouTube, it'll be below and it'll be you know, on my website too at rechargingyou.com slash 328. <clears throat> anyway, on to, so clarity of purpose. I think you come as a funnel, right? Or as a pyramid or you're, you're it's not something that you just 
I mean, some people are really blessed and they get it, but I also love being curious. And I, I don't think that it's bad to be curious. Um, I think it's really good. It's just, but that's another funnel or that's another way saying that you're curious, you know? So anyway, we're going to get into that later, not today, but later. All right, let me share my screen again. So the second part to clarity of purpose, when even when I think about design recharge, I think about, okay, I just want to give hope. I want to give an example of somebody who's done it so that other people and myself can know that somebody else did it. So we can, we can do this. I can do it too. If they did it, I can do it. Um, not that they're not special, but if they can do it, I can do it. And then discipline to just continue to do it, you know, um, of waking up every day and continuing to draw or waking up every day to continue to, um, to pursue the thing that you wanted to pursue, even when it's not fun. I know Mario knows because he's as worked out in the gym a ton, right? It becomes something that you, you want to do later, but in the beginning, it is discipline to have to get up. And I know that Donald Miller talks about just even he had tiny little wins. He would say, okay, well, I'm going to start going to the gym and just me going inside and um, being on the treadmill for five minutes is enough. And I'm going to go home. Like, that's it. That's all I had to do. And he just would increase it. And then you feel proud because you made that five minutes and then you got to go for a little bit longer and the next day and the next day. And then it gets to a point where it's part of your life and you, you feel better because you're doing it physically because you feel better because you're working out, but also you just feel better. I felt better when I was just drawing. It's just the discipline of doing it. You will get better. There is no doubt you will get better, even if you're drawing the same thing every day because you see things different. So I just love that. So then the next one is consistency. And discipline and consistency, I, they are different. Consistency is, to me, they're different. Discipline means that I'm going to discipline myself to wake up and do this thing. Or even when I don't want to do it, I'm going to do it. Now, consistency is that as well, but consistency, it could be, I think of discipline as something maybe you're doing on a um, daily basis and you have to have this discipline to, to keep the, keep the force or keep the focus or whatever, but consistency could be once a month or so I'm just asking you to be consistent. If it's once a day, once a week, once or whatever, you decide what's going to work for you. And I know Amy <clears throat> Lyons is doing in our group, she's working on something that is, you know, like a three month thing. And she has smaller wins and she has a goal at the end, but it may not be as far as if she didn't have as much going on in her life. If she had less going on in her life, she might be able to, um, by everyone else's standards, maybe accomplish more. But really for Amy to be able to do the things that she's wanting to do in that time frame, that's huge because she's got so much other stuff on her plate. So I also think it's lovely that Amy doesn't overcommit. I need to learn that from Amy. All right. So <clears throat> the next slide, I just wanted to tell you, this is a piece of paper back here, right? It is a wadded up piece of paper in the background. And I, but I am an optimist 
And I see that there's potential even in the wads, even in those creases. It, boy, how beautiful it is. It, it could be mountain ranges. It could be all kinds of things, but it makes a great texture. But it's also the imperfections. It's also very organic. It takes something that's eight and a half by 11, which is a standard size for us for paper in the US. It takes it into being something that now is, is more not not exact and that imperfections and all those crevices and i think about it if you know if you're looking at it from say it's the world say it's the a mountain range you're looking at it from way up above and it's snow capped right like in all these valleys and these do you see these crevices am i alone here maybe anyway hopefully you guys see that but yes yeah, some of you somebody might just see a piece of paper that's wadded up and they don't know what the potential could be but really this is a great texture this is um it can be all kinds of things there's little bitty things inside here that we could take from there's lots of triangles isn't that cool that triangles are made from just wadding something up <clears throat> i think that that's i don't know i just think we can even from a wadded piece of paper but i want to remind you that i am an optimist as we walk into this so I see a rose, right? But there's also thorns. And man, closer to the top, they are tiny and they get embedded in your hand. The bigger ones that are lower, they're a little bit easier to avoid, right? But these tiny ones are not, but they're there. I can't completely overlook them, but I have to look at and see what, why does a rose have thorns? I don't really know. I'll have to do that research and get back to you. But I just want you to know, like, I see the rose. I don't always see the thorns. And it makes my life maybe a little Pollyanna, um, but I like that Pollyanna life, to be honest. So we're going to talk about the journey today with that perseverance in mind. So if you are not watching, it might kind of suck. So there's this girl. There, I'll try to describe what the picture is. But to me, there's a girl walking through a wooded um, she's, there's a lot of shade where she's walking and she looks like, it's looks like a regular backpack. Like I see kids bring that backpack to school. It doesn't look like she's like really, um, you know, a piker. I have no idea what the rest of her outfit looks like, but you know, I don't see water bottles or, a you know, a date, you know, like a roll that you put your sleeping bag on or anything. I just see somebody out. It is pretty packed. I don't know what she's got in there, but I I think that maybe it's food, maybe it's water, who knows. And then there's this girl. This girl is she's got her hair back. She's ready to go. She's got a baseball cap if she needs it. She is also out in the open. She is not she's already gone through the woods to get where she is. So she's further on the journey but she packed better. You know that other girl may just always stay in the shade because she doesn't and if I've misspelled something I'm so sorry. I realize differences. I think that's how you spell that. Hmm. <clears throat> but it's you notice where they are? They're in a different place. She's already this girl has already come out of the the shaded area. But this girl looks to be more better equipped she has a backpack that doesn't look like you're putting books in it right <clears throat> is anybody with me um okay we're talking about something else over there that's fine totally fine so i just want you to notice the difference one of the things on the journey it's really important that you notice you don't get um overwhelmed by how far you have to go right 
but this is a this is a definite path of so there's awe and it's inspiring and sometimes we are not like Amy Lyons and we don't have a clear idea about how long something will take at least I don't I'm like oh yeah I can probably do that in 30 minutes and it really takes three hours but I have this Pollyanna look and I think oh well this will be fun and it is fun but it did take three hours and I still have to rest and eat dinner and you know hopefully get to relax a little bit but sometimes when I'm on a journey like this I didn't prepare meaning maybe I didn't prepare my body maybe I didn't bring the right stuff Um, I mean those people don't even have a backpack if you look at them so I think when you are at the beginning even when you've come out of the woods and you're heading up right you are excited you're excited they're still together they're like you know trudging along it's you about noon because if you look at the shadows they're really um, below them so they've been hiking for probably a little bit so they are still excited they're still together they're really kind of jumbled together and that is exciting because you're still talking to each other it's more about the group but then you get um I want you to realize when you're in this journey, so this could be a part of, we're not really talking about a hike, you know, we're talking about our business and getting client work and um, doing the work that we want to do. We sometimes avoid the valley and we don't want the valley. We have these, our eyes set on something else, but I want you to notice the valley. The valley is very lush with, um, I don't know. That's where the water is. There's lots of greenery. Maybe not a lot of edibles right at the near the river, but there are. There's a potential there. But sometimes we we just want to keep climbing, and I I think that that's interesting. So I just want you to notice this whole part of this valley. This is the same picture, just the top of the picture and the bottom of the picture, and you'll see. So there's a house, and there's um, a few houses, and then but there's no real, um, you know, like farms or anything but it's very lush and green less rocky and then this one is it looks like a grand canyon this looks like colorado river this is what it looks like um and i i love this i love to look at it but it can be very desert like as well right it is green here but as you go up you see the trees stop there are no trees it's just bush and there's not a lot of the food gets less and less as we get higher and higher. Um, The air gets less and less, right? So usually in the valley, there are maybe some potential things that we are not looking at, are not finding, because maybe we just aren't looking, or there's an opportunity that we haven't, there's fish in that river, but maybe you don't like fish, right? Um, Doc says it's lush, it's refreshing. he says, I'm always taking on, to, oh, talking about taking on too much. So thinking about what you're missing in, in the valley, because I think sometimes the valley is, is very lonely, although there's so much around us. And maybe that's where it feels so bad because it seems like everybody else has so much, but you're there and you don't have any fish and you don't have any, you know, anything to eat, whether it's jerky or nuts or granola or whatever right everybody seems to have a lot but you you aren't and so you're still on a path i just don't want you to give up you have to persevere so 
but in the valley, we keep looking up. We want more. This is not enough for us, even though it's beautiful. And this is just life. You know, we end up wanting more. And I don't think that's bad. I think it's just the way we were built. Some people um, are happy just maintaining. But if you're watching this or listening, more than likely you're not one of those people that you are still pushing either to be a better artist or better designer or a different illustrator or to reach a different audience. Or maybe you have a, a bigger purpose and you are trying to get to that. That's because the valley isn't enough. You're not in the valley. In, and I hope I'm never in the valley for too long, right? Never satisfied, Steph said. Hit a plateau and you want more. Well, that's what I feel like is is the valley. And sometimes the valley is very lonely, even though it's very lush, right? <clears throat> so now we're going to go through this and we're going to look at these six parts. One, we're going to talk about that there's a leader. So I'm just going to go through what these are. You're like, there is no one at number four <clears throat> or number six. There are five hikers on this, um, two, three, four, five. yeah, five hikers on this path. And it is very rocky so much that you're having to put your hands down and climb. Um, and it's really important that you know that you're not always the leader, whether you're on a team or whether you're with a client. Sometimes the client has to lead. Sometimes you have to lead. But a good leader, there is a leader. There's somebody in second. Then it, there's like a person, a space in between person two and person three. And then there's a much bigger space between person three and person four and five between person three and four. And then four, it looks like they're looking back at person five. And person five must be the one struggling the most. But person three is struggling also. Their head is down, they are focused. Persons two can still see person one's feet, right? Um, but the group is less excited, they're less talking, they're really focused on the climb, they're focused on their journey. And each person is putting their feet feet in different paths. We sometimes want just this easy out. I want to be able to do exactly what so-and-so did and make the same amount of money that so-and-so did. Well, it's not the way marketing works. It's not the way our stuff works. There is not a formula. If there was a formula, there would be a computer program that would do what we do. But that's what we, that's what they need us for because we come up with unique ideas and unique analogies to bring it together. So I want to kind of talk about that leader. So leaders, really good leaders, are people who look back. They're not just trying to pave the way. They're also trying to tell people, hey, hey, watch out your feet here. So it's someone who's guiding you, but giving you tips and tricks, right? Think about who you can do that to in your life. And that's definitely where we go with Love on Designers in that um, in the next month, I want you to reach back and help somebody on their way and give them some tips. Maybe you focus the next month on giving five tips, one each week, so that you can help some people that are behind you on this path. And it doesn't mean that you have to be the oldest to be the leader. It doesn't mean that you have to have the most money. Um, we all are leaders in some way. We are all experts in some way. And you may not know what that is. And that's where I would say you need to explore. But a good leader is somebody who's looking back at the others and they're not getting too far ahead so that they're able to be helpful. Um, hey, Debbie. Um, person two is they are not trying to be the leader. They're just trying to continue. 
right? They are focused. They're very, um, they're helping by being so close to the leader, they're helping to keep the leader focused on that task. They're help. They're very thankful that the leader is guiding and somebody is out front leading. Um, and if you notice, I love rock Karens, right? And so I, they are markers. They are markers of our path. So what are you doing to mark that path? So, you know, are you, one thing I was taught was have something that you're going to do, celebrate that you're going to do if you do this thing and then have a consequence if you don't. And my consequence is usually eating mayonnaise. Oh, I hate mayonnaise, like a spoonful. Disgusting. My mom will tell you that even as a kid, I was like, mm, there's mayonnaise on this. I'm not eating it. And I was like, could have been super hungry, but I wasn't eating it because I had mayonnaise on it. Um, so I always want to, to, to accomplish. I mean, we all do. We're not like, oh, it'll be okay. I'll just burn the guitar. Right. But I also want you to really celebrate those wins. I don't want you to forget that. Oh my goodness. I made it. I'm and this is in the middle of the path and somebody celebrated a win right then because it was a win for them. It doesn't have to make sense for anybody but you. Right. Um, all right, person three is that person in the middle. They're kind of alone, to be honest. They're not close enough to number two, and number four, or number that the fourth person is too far away. So they're really on their own personal journey. This is a very lonely place to be because you're you see the people in front of you and they're too far off to talk to. And you can't really hear the advice number one is giving, and you feel you definitely feel this is a hard hike and this is a hard journey and you feel alone. And I think it's really important for those people in that, where they're at that place, you know, you need to, the people at one and two need to reach back to number three. And then the people that are number four and five need to reach up to person three and be like, you know what? You are inspiring me because look where you are. You're further along in your journey. And I hope you do this with people that are in design and, and they are where you want to be, but you're not very close to them. So this is really ballsy sometimes for people at, that are in this number three position, feeling alone to reach to a number one or even to a reach to a number two. You might get really nervous. You might, um, there, there could be all kinds of things, but it sometimes takes a lot of courage just to reach out and say, you know what, number one person, you inspire me. And this is why. Um, okay. So I also think it's really important that you notice when you're struggling and that you need to take breaks. Um, other people might not need a break, but you might need to be still and you need to reflect where you are. And that's why I love this image. So this guy's in a valley, right? Probably a bowl. And so he's already hiked up some, right? This doesn't, it's not like this is on the side of the road, but these bowls were created, right? By these icebergs. And then there's, there's a, a lake, but look how still it is. Sometimes you just are like, oh my gosh, these people are going to just keep, um, you know, they're going to leave me because I'm so far behind. But sometimes it's really important for you to look around. I remember when I was hiking in the Grand Canyon, it was I was alone the whole trip pretty much because my sister and Tara just 
pretty much left me, but that was fine. But I had a lot of alone time. I didn't have a lot of stillness. I kept, I just kept walking and kept walking. Um, but I wish I had had more stillness. So when I would catch up to them, they had already been waiting for a while and they were ready to go. And I'm like, wait, wait, I haven't stopped. I'm just walking slower than y'all. So I needed time to be still and reflect, reflect on how far I had come because I wasn't doing that. And I think sometimes in my path here, all I can hear is the mean Diane saying, oh man, you are not far enough along. And I wrote this in the thing. I appreciate anybody who read it. And I really appreciate the people who emailed me back. Glenn, Mario, I really appreciate it. And um, Dustin, because sitting and reflecting is really important in our growth, I think. So when you turn around and see how far you've gone, you see who's still behind you. And you know that you are creating that path for other people. All right. <clears throat> so back to these people. Number four, you're like, what is this? Number four is no one. This is a bush. Well, I was really just trying to show you that there's a big gap. And I want you to notice those gaps. I think that's what I wrote. Yeah, so I zoomed in a little bit. I want you to notice the gaps between person three and person four. They're really too far. There's not enough time um, for number four person to encourage number three. Number three's again, too far away. But there is a huge gap. And that person number four really knows it. And they're really trying to keep up. But again, they also feel really connected to that person five, which could be the slow turtle, right? Um, and then if you look, well, we'll go with number five. At least number four, person four and person five are together. And there are new bonds that are created. They're subgroups, right? So what kind of subgroups, what kind of connections are you making with clients that the only reason is because they're on a journey and you're on a journey? their journey, they need you. So what about their journey? How can you create a special bond that celebrates wins for them? And that also, you know, doesn't leave you feeling like you're, you're out in the dark. This person now becomes the leader, right? And I think as, as designers with clients and freelancers, we are, we are becoming that leader. We, we can always just take art direction, but sometimes we have to be that art director. And that's what this is. Um, when, when you're that far away from the rest of the group, you have to, one of you has to be the leader. All right. And then there's the number six, which it's really important that you look how far you've come. And I think I showed the whole thing. So the image, these are all unsplash images. Um, and it's, it's a long way. I don't really know where the path is, but they've gone, they, there's no roads anywhere near here, you know? Um, and so it's really important that you look back on a regular basis instead of just focusing on um, plunging ahead. So sometimes you really need to get yourself confident again because you have come a long way. So I love switchbacks. I love, absolutely love Grand, the Grand Canyon. That's probably my favorite place in the world to be. Granted, I haven't gone to many places, but in America, it's one of my favorites. But if you notice, this switchback is totally paved and it's... Um, and it looks like the Grand Canyon and it's an easy, this is fairly easy. I believe this is uh, maybe bright angel coming back up <clears throat> and it can, it's very hot and it, it's a hotter part of the Canyon. The Canyon's really big. There's a North side and a South side. I guess there's an East side and a West side too. If I'm 
that doesn't even make sense. I mean, that there wouldn't be, of course. There, but anyway, so these switchbacks, but there's switchbacks that aren't paved, right? Um, throughout the whole journey. So some, it feels like you're just not making much progress because you're just inching your way down. But it's really important that you look down and you see how far you've come and so you see how far you've walked. I know my dad has like a tracker on his, um, he has like a Fitbit or whatever. And I remember when he said, I've walked around the world or I've walked to Italy or something. And he walks like eight miles a day. And that's a lot for just walking up and down your driveway, you know? And I think that it's pretty amazing because my dad doesn't walk super fast because he had a stroke 10 years ago. So um, he says he has a sexy walk now. Um, I'm not sure about that, but he gets, he doesn't let it stop him. And I think that switchbacks are like that. Switchbacks allow us to go down at a easier path. So just because you might be getting there slower, it's maybe a path that's, um, you need to because it's too, it's too difficult. So when you get to the top, we see things differently after we, after we get there. And maybe if you're all only looking at it from the top and you never go down to the valley, you really don't have the accomplishment. And I think that that's a really important part as well. But the top, I don't think is our destination. It's just someplace that we're there for a little bit because the top is very barren. It's absolutely, you cannot live there. There are no trees. The air is, you know, you're going to get headaches. There's um, not as much water. You know, there's all kinds of things. There's not food. There's not um, shelter. You can't live there. You have to just, it has to be a place that you pass through. And it's just part of that journey. So I want you to have a celebration that you've gotten this client or you finished this project. But I think it's really important that you realize that this is not the ultimate destination is the top. You actually just want to go over it and there's another valley. But because when we're at the top, we use it to gain perspective. I love this picture. And it's just that you get to see beauty. You see things um, instead of being down right by the trees, you're actually able to see um, the, the full spectrum of where you want to go or where you've been or both. I love this one too. Um, this, I it I think there's a city over there. So this must be in like Central or um, South America, maybe. I don't know. I I know I haven't been there, but it looks pretty cool. She doesn't have a backpack on, so it was definitely a day hike. But this seems like a really neat. Like you're hiking at the top of this. Maybe it's in Hawaii. Who knows? Mario could tell us. Um, but it seems like something that this is, wow, you're just hiking across these mountaintops or volcanoes or whatever. And I think that that's really interesting that you are carving a path only at the top, but you have to go back down. You have to plan the descent. And the descent sometimes is very difficult. It's difficult when you're going over and coming down. If you start at the top and you go down and then you have to go back up, that's also very difficult. That's the one we did. In when we hiked the Grand Canyon the second time. But again, it's also speed. These girls are trying, they got to get, get through it, right? You can't stay here all day long. Again, if you notice, the sun is probably maybe just a little past lunchtime, right? Um, and they've got to get all the way down or down to the bowl or through the bowl and off the other side. And sometimes we feel like we're really slow 
I know I did when I was hiking the Grand Canyon. I know I have in this journey of design recharge. It feels like it's going really slow and it feels like a lot of people are getting a lot more traction, but really I shouldn't compare myself to anybody but me who I was yesterday. Abraham Lincoln, my dad tells this all the time. Abraham Lincoln said, all I can compare myself is to who I was yesterday. And I think that that is a really important. So this turtle might not be as far along on his journey as he wanted to be, but he may not be as far as the ones in front of him, but he's further than he was yesterday. And hopefully you haven't slid, right? Hopefully you haven't totally fallen. But when you do fall and when you do fail, you get back up right? Because you persevere. And I love this one. So we're exploring. What's the rush? Look at this cool slug. I don't really like slugs or snail or whatever. I don't like either one of them, to be honest, but they have something to teach me. And it's not that they make these beautiful little slime trails, right? Like it's like a glitter trail, but why do we want to get to the top and down so fast? Why don't we plan that time to reflect? And I know that Destin and I talk about this a lot is that I'm really trying to work on that, taking time to reflect and to, do you guys do that? Do you take time to celebrate that win or even notice that you had a win? Um, that you, you know, you paid all your bills this month or that you didn't have to worry at the the gas station or maybe you, you could go to the grocery and you could buy whatever you wanted and it didn't matter. I think that the, all those are wins, but look at this little guy. I guess it's a snail. Oh, it's so gross that he's see-through, but whatever. Um, so he's transparent about his journey, right? But look at him. He's like, I'm going to get to that other side of that leaf. And I bet you anything, this is hard. Talk about the core, right? On this little guy. He has to use his head. He has no arms. He has to use his head and his body weight to like slink up on this other uh, leaf. And I have no idea how he's going to do it, but he didn't give up and he doesn't even seem to think that it's not possible. I have no idea how he's going to do it. I would have loved to see the documentary, but look at this guy. I love this guy just to kind of um, explain it. It looks like there's maybe a drumstick or something on the ground. And this snail, instead of going around the drumstick, which he's on the edge of it, right? He decided, hey, you know what? I'm going to go over it. And I love that. We take on unnecessarily cha unnecessary challenges just for fun. And I know that Jason Carnes is going to talk about that next week. Um, I know that Amy and Debbie did this challenge with me um, with uh, the drink beverage cha challenge. It was an unnecessary challenge, but we all have gotten something out of it. It's either progressed us into something else. Um, it was also, it, we did it, we got to do it together. And it was something that has gotten us all to a new place just because we did a 30 day challenge. And I think that that's pretty exciting. So this snail could have totally gone around this drumstick but he didn't. Maybe he just wanted to touch something that blue. It's like this beautiful turquoise blue and he just wanted to be a part of it. But I love that he, you know, he's kind of half on half off, right? He's on the other side, but you know that him falling like, okay, I'm going to hit this with my nose and go off. Right. It has to be, um, it has to be sort of painful when he does that 
first initial down, right? Because it's his face. He's doing a face plant to get off. He's not like putting his shell down first in reverse, you know? I just want you to remember that as we go down, we're going down to where the power is and where the life is, because that's where the valley, that's where, that's where there's lots of animals and there's lots of other people and there's lots of things that are provided for. So we just need to look and see how lush our valley is. And instead of avoiding it, realize that we're just going from valley to valley fortunately we get a beautiful scene in between and it's rough, right? I don't want you to be just happy with um, that plateau. Like Steph said, just get to that plateau. I really want you to know that there's something else better, but you will always be pushing. And I hope I'm always pushing for something. That was all I wanted to tell you about. Um, It's funny because I think I need this just as much maybe as you do, but it has been seven and a half years that I've done design recharge. My, my three month goal was to grow my list. And I really, I haven't done much to do that. Like I haven't increased content creation. I haven't, um, I haven't done ever. And I'm, to be honest, I haven't sat down and planned my trip. And I don't know who I'm going to wait, who, who's going to do that for me. No one, no one's going to do it for me, but I feel like I have been like that for a while. I, I mean, I know who I'm going to have on my show, which is sort of planning, right? But I think that there are some other things that I need to do and I don't know why I'm avoiding it. I think some of the stuff that we talked about this past month in mental health, mental, mental health, that is sort of what it is, a mental health mental health month, um, I stay too busy and I overload my plate. I also, um, and maybe you're like that too, but I also think we avoid things that are, that we avoid the drumstick, right? Instead of going over and be like, oh, this will be fun. You know, let's see what it's like to swim upstream. And I guess I'm just trying to encourage myself as much as I'm encouraging you to try something new and be courageous. And when you aren't courageous, you need people around you that are on that same journey above you and below you so that they, both people can encourage you. I think it's really important to have a group of people who will be able to, you can reach out to a safe place, but then also um, just people that will be the kinds of people that will encourage you, whether they're further on down the journey, they're way past where you are, or somebody who's just finished stepping where you just stepped, or somebody who's behind you where you can encourage them and be like, hey, I know the step's really hard. And sometimes, like Lenny's told us, he was still in the middle of the journey. He doesn't feel like he's done with the journey. He he isn't at the end. He's always telling us from the middle. So who do you need to talk to about your journey? Who do you need to share that with? Maybe you're going to take some time to do that in this next month, which again is love on designers. And I think I'm going to do something a little different. I haven't done it before. So just so you know, we, we pick winners, uh, me and Kim Panella will pick winners each week and you just have to tag, you have to tag somebody and you have to tag me and Kim in, in the posts. So there'll be, it doesn't matter. It can be any design recharge post or any Kim Panella post, to be honest. 
Um, but I think what I'm going to do is open it up. So we have some cards and postcards and, and things that we give, we send these big boxes to people. And I think I'm going to make some extras um, and sell those to anybody who wants it to get a little bit more. So I'm going to have some, my goal will be to have them as we launch next week. So just let me kind of paint the picture of what this month is like for you, for Love on Designers. I can't remember what one week is about, so I'm not going to go over that till next week. But next week, this whole month is about an entrepreneur, an entrepreneurial journey, and people who have pivoted. So people who are Jason Karn, he worked for himself, and then he started, he got in a pickle, and then he started diversifying, and then he started doing, uh, he got a job, and he stayed in that job in an agency for a while, and then he started taking on some very specific client work. And then he did some side projects. He did these fun things, unnecessary challenges just for himself. And that led to more work. And so he's gone from working for himself to working for someone else to now back to working for himself. And what did he learn in this journey? Because I think it's really important. He made mistakes. We all make mistakes. He made mistakes in the beginning that now he's not making. And what is he, how is he pivoting now even when he sees where things are going awry or whatever. And then the week after that, February 12th, I believe, is Michael Janda. And Michael Janda's written a few books, one about the psychology of pricing graphic design, and it's amazing. And then also one about um, burn your portfolio, all the stuff you didn't learn in school that you should have learned, right? <clears throat> yes, burn your portfolio is so, um, it is amazing for sure. <clears throat> Um, and thanks, Matt. I see that you said you were so glad I didn't give up at five years. I would have never met you and, and you're a big part of my journey too. And I'm anyway, so, but with the seven and a half years, you might think, oh, well you should have done more. You know, I sort of feel embarrassed that I have this many episodes and only this many blanks, you know, whatever it is, whatever the metric. But I actually really think this is what was so neat. And I told Dustin that this morning. So last night, I, I mean, I was super tired. I worked and then I did some meetings yesterday. And then I sent this, that email. I don't know if you'll read it, right? Because I didn't know. I don't know. But, and I don't know if these people read it, but at 11.04, I sent it. At 11.15, when I just checked, I get, I get an email from the place I have my email through a Weber and they told me that 62 people had opened it. Oh my gosh, 62 people. That's a lot of people. I mean, I have more than 62 people on the list, but I don't have a list of a hundred thousand people, right? I don't even have 2000 people. And I think it's, it can be embarrassing to me that, that I don't. And so I have, I think a realistic goal for three months to be able to build the list, but I need your help too. I need you to share it with somebody and you know, it doesn't matter. Like if, if it's not for you, don't share it. Totally. I totally get it. But like, maybe there's something that somebody that I'm interviewing that maybe will have helped. And I actually respond back to the email. So if somebody's like, well, I'm into lettering, I'm just getting in. Can you tell me something? I'll just send them a whole bunch of links to interviews that I've already done or something about branding or illustration or, or whatever. I'm happy to work for you. You know, like just put me to work. I don't cost anything. I just will type it back to you. 
but maybe I can, maybe I can do that. And I don't know if I've told you, but I'm my one theory I was trying was to email like 15 people a week. And I wasn't, uh, I haven't been good at doing it, but I will get back to it this week. I'll get to do it. I have done some uncomfortable, th I've done three uncomfortable. No, I've done four uncomfortable things this week, maybe even five. And then none of them turned out terrible. Right. So I just think it's okay. And I, I agree. I think Mara just celebrate. Uh, Ashley would say to me at the five-year mark, she's, I was like, I don't know, Ashley, I don't know if I should keep going. And to be honest, um, there, you know, there are times when I'm in that dip and I think about that dip as a very low time. That valley time can be very low and you want to see the high, but look, 62 people opened it. That's amazing to me. 62 people. If I had 62 people that were my friends that opened my emails, oh my goodness, that's amazing. I felt like a win. Like, I know that seems silly, but when you think about in the big scheme of themes, the 2.2% or whatever it was, but in that short amount of time, 62 people opened that email. That is a win to me. And I felt that felt really good. And then I got some amazing emails this morning and they were real emails. You know, they weren't like, you're doing good. You know, like it, they meant something to me and I really appreciated it because you never know. When I was talking to Michael Janda, we did our test yesterday. There, you think Michael Janda's like got it all together, and he does, he's got it all together, but he is human, just like anybody else, and they also need encouragement, right? These, these humans that have written books that have changed our lives, right? So who is that person that you have no idea what their day is like? Maybe they're in the valley, and they're, it's really hard to keep going, and those words of encouragement and just saying, you know what? Your hard work has made a difference in my life, has been huge to me. And he said it's been huge to him too. And he's absolutely happy when that happens. So I hope that you guys will reach out to him as well. Um, so, ooh, throw him a pin. <clears throat> so um, love on designers as well as, so then after Michael Janda, we had Melinda Livesey. And I'm excited because she also has worked as a designer. She worked for Oakley the, these are not Oakley's, these are Walmarts. Um, but I pointed at my glasses. I have had Oakley's, the cheapest pair of Oakley's possible. That was my sunglasses because they were good snowboarding glasses. Anyway, I digress. Um, but she worked for Oakley for a long time and then she went on her, she had a side project, right? And then the side project took off and then now she does her own thing and she's brand strategist, but it all starts with these side things. It starts with discipline. It starts with clarity and it starts with consistency. So I really, really think, um, I just really think if you, I have this, I'm going to take a picture of it, but it's like, you know how like your toilet paper holder, maybe you don't have one, but I have one and it has like a round thing, you know, like where the thing comes out. I don't know. Maybe I should draw it but it has these like circle things. And then the, oh, this is terrible. You guys are going to be like, you tea. Oh, this is, this is really bad. This is the toilet paper. I can draw. This is just fast, but my card, this card I have, it has writing on it. I don't know. This is so embarrassing. I think I should draw this better. 
these are like the things that hook into the wall, right? This looks like not what you think. So this is, this is the toilet paper. And then those are like the things come out and then it goes the little bar or whatever. And it's just stuck in the wall, right? In between the paper or the wall and the little silver thing. I don't know. This is terrible. <clears throat> but you know what I mean. It's just sitting there and it says, I wrote it in the car. So I was listening to something because it's terrible handwriting and I can't really write well in the car. And it said, clarity of beliefs. And then it said, discipline. And then it said, consistency. And one, two, three. And if you have that, it's really important to push and do. And we, I swear we're going to do another challenge. The challenge is a restaurant challenge and I just need to launch it. I have everything on Patreon. I have it all done. It's ready. I don't know why I'm holding back, but I'm holding back. I have no idea. So maybe that's one thing. Sometimes it feels like you're, I'm in all directions and I can't really go. And I, anyway, that's it. I, somehow end up talking for an hour by myself and my friend, I'm not going to mention his name. He's like, yeah, I don't watch your rapid recharges. I don't watch them. I was like, oh, okay. But it really stuck with me. I'm like, hmm, I wonder why. Like, I'm going to have to ask him why. Um, maybe it's just the rambling. I don't know. Like, I feel like you people are here with me because I'm reading your things and I really appreciate I think this is John Ingalls. Um, not sure where Dee and I would be if we hadn't met you. Um, I'm I'm excited. I mean, like Paul, I met just on LinkedIn. I think, like I think he, want, he's an illustrator, right? Um, and so we just started talking. I just think people are just people, and people. I just want to help people, and I. It's just. I think we all would be better if we just loved on each other more and maybe we notice our differences and notice the girl that's not really prepared for the journey, you know, and maybe we're like, Hey, maybe you could eat some of my granola or share like, Hey, maybe next time we go hiking, uh, you need to wear better shoes, right? No flip-flops or something. Right. And I just think we need to do that to each other, but we need to do it in a loving way. But he also, anyway, there's lots of things. So then after Melissa lived, Melissa, not Melissa, there's no Melissa, Melissa, no Melissa, Melinda, after Melinda, we're going to go uh, into a three part, just a three part series that I'm doing, which will be like rapid recharge one, two, three, right? Um, <laughs> oh, Jeremy just said, LOL, eat some of my granola. You're too funny. Well, you know, people might not be prepared for the journey, but I think sometimes they have the drive. And we will definitely talk about that. This There are going to be some questions that I'm going to ask all three of them. So um, Jason Karn, Michael Janda, and Melinda Livesey. So if you have questions that you want me to ask, when you get that first email on Tuesday, if you send me a question back, I'll ask it. So, I mean, unless it's really inappropriate, I won't, but I will ask the question. And, you know, uh, Michael Janda said he's an open book. He'll answer anything. I've told him what the safe word is, rooster. He said he won't need it. So we'll see. We could try to stump him if we want. Anyway, I hope you'll join me for Love on Designers, reaching back, reaching up, and then you're doing some self-care, which all kind of goes into the mental health 
of us and other people that are around us. So I'll see you next week. Thank you. And I'll do my commercials in a minute. I really do appreciate you guys staying and listening. And I just really appreciate it. I appreciate all the encouragement. And I just want us to be able to do that for other people next, next month, which is like in just a few days away. But you can always follow um, Design Recharge at rechargingyou.com. And you can find all the episodes, any links like the video link that I'm going to share or the, if you weren't able to watch it, you don't have YouTube for some reason, um, then you want to see the slide deck will be there too. Um, you can always email me at diane at rechargingyou.com and you can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at design recharge. And you can find the full show notes at rechargingyou.com slash 328. Three to eight. Um, just so you know, Recharging You helps creative entrepreneurs niche down. They also help them explore, right? Lots of different things. Get focused, uncover and utilize your strength, um, educate you in your business and with your creative goals through training and coaching and by sharing stories of hope. So Recharging You is the home for a design recharge show, which is an interactive web show like you just heard. Um, or podcast, right? Um, it's live with a, it's recorded live with a live audience. And that's why when I say somebody's here and in the chat or something, it's there, they're because they're in the chat. They're, they're live with me and they're able to respond and ask questions. And if you want to do it, I would love for you to come live. It's free. All you have to do is give me your email. Subscribe to the channel, leave a comment on an episode. Uh, if you do that on the website, you know, rechargingyou.com slash 328 or even on YouTube down below. You can also become a patron, which we will be having uh, our next challenge. And I just need to post it. I need to have a date that I'm doing that. So maybe I can do that next week when my friend Tara is here. Um, you can support the channel by even for a dollar a month. Um, each level of support has extra benefits and rewards delivered to patrons only. Any WordPress theme invincible. If you hate WordPress, you won't hate it anymore. If you use Elementor, it makes it much easier. This plugin has really changed the way I've been able to design websites and it's grid based. You use this affiliate link to purchase the plan that's right for you when you're ready to go pro and it it doesn't cost any more to use this link. It just gives me a little piece of the pie and it's bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash capital D, capital R, and then Elementor. So please share the podcast and get ready to love on some designers this next month and what that means. And we'll explain it more. And I hope that you'll join me for the next three weeks of Entrepreneur Pivots.